Epic Companies Hotline. We have Sean Keeler uh, of the Denver Post with us. Um, Sean, thanks for joining us. Sam and Andy here with you. Uh, Colorado is going to be one of the sports stories of the season. I'm I'm saying that globally, not just in college football, but I think one of the sports stories that everybody's talking about the rest of the way, the calendar year. Huge win for Coach Prime and the Buffs in Fort Worth, 45-42 to the final over TCU. I'm just curious, what, what was the day like in Fort Worth, the atmosphere, the buildup, and, and to see the way that CU ended up winning that game? What did it mean uh, seeing Prime deliver in, in his debut? I, you know, thanks for having me, Sam and Andy. I, I think it's the kind of thing where the energy – literally was visible on one side and was very purple. Um, it kind of reminded me of uh, such a terrible cliched image, but it was true. It was a bit of a, a state of Kansas wave the wheat kind of moment. And then CU goes out, uh, Colorado scores on on its opening drive. And, and I'm not sure anybody, including a lot of the home fans, saw that coming the way it did and saw Dylan Edwards come in the way that, that he went and would go. And then this big purple wave on one side and momentum just kept rolling and rolling and rolling and rolling to the gold on the other side. And for most of the first half, it kind of stayed there. And then I think what people are going to remember certainly is a neutral. I'll tell you what, this was as fun a game for a neutral involving the CU buffs since boy, maybe uh, well, actually, almost certainly the 2020 abbreviated season where Carl Drell got off to a 4-0 start. They seemed to catch everybody by surprise. It reminded me a little bit of that UCLA home win. Uh, and then it just kept that momentum that I mentioned, that wave just kept going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And who was going to get the ball last and who was not going to score? And it ended up, as everybody knows, being the home team and, and away we go. So I don't know if that's much of an image, but that's kind of when I look at it in hindsight, how it felt. And we're very grateful from a print standpoint that uh, that it was a prime time win that wasn't in prime time uh, in real time. But if the bus keep this up, uh, those late kicks are going to come. Oh, yes. The, the no late kicks it. are coming. Yeah. The, the college game days, the big noon kickoffs, all that stuff is uh, definitely on its way to Boulder. You can make that. It's going to be circled with what's happening there. Even in just one week, right? It's only one game. Everyone wants to overreact to the, the first uh, you know tally on the schedule, but that was an impressive sure. win. And to not just win it, but to win it the way they did with Shadur Sanders over 500 yards, breaking the school record, I believe, for passing yards. You get first win on the road against a top 20 team since 2002 for crying out loud almost the turn of the century so uh, there is a lot of impressiveness to how it was done out there what was the most impressive part of it to you Sean I I mean there were so many from a sense of like I'm like how many game balls are you going to have there are there too many to kind of pass out other than you know you have to go back to well what didn't go right okay special teams covered kick coverage uh block kick uh, everything else, yeah. I, I for me, I'm probably going to go somewhere between Shadur Sanders and the offensive line, uh, because I guess I'm not shocked that TCU got its 42 points. To be fair, I think there were a lot of people who thought that if if the Buffs are going to hang, it was going to be a high scoring kind of deal. I definitely didn't see them scoring 45 in week yeah. one, and and being able to answer. Uh, an offense that's, I think, I, again, like you guys said, week one could fool you. 
on a couple levels. I I don't think we're fooled by a Sonny Dyke system. Uh, historically, mm-hmm. they're going to put up some points. They're going to put up those kind of numbers. To out-slug that at home or on the road, certainly in the case of the Buffs, um, as a 20.5-point dog, uh, that's something. So I, I'm going to give a slight edge maybe to Shadur and his poise relative to what I expected. I kind of laughed. I said, but as I said to my boss, I said, hey, I thought they'd cover. I thought that line was too too high. <laughs> I thought it was too big a spread for for the Frogs' uh, history with openers. I think they've only covered about half, or at least come close to what the line would be in about half their home openers. But they were like twenty and one in their last twenty one home openers. And I said, well, it'll be kind of a wild high scoring game. Uh, I just kind of underestimated how wild, and I really underestimated what Shadur Sanders' comfort would be like. And that's no disrespect to Travis Hunter either, who is. Um, he's him, as Prime would say. It was, uh, it was pretty impressive. Yeah, Sean, I was going to ask. I mean, that was spectacular from Travis Hunter, former number one recruit in the country out of high school, originally starts his career with Coach Prime at Jackson State and then transfers over to Colorado to follow his coach here for this season. Two-way guy, receiver in DB, and what he did was remarkable. 11 for 119 receiving 64 offensive snaps played. He played 80 defensive snaps, had an interception, a pass breakup, three tackles. What can you say about his performance? Uh, Because we haven't seen too many things like this in football with a two-way guy registering as many snaps as he did there. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of like pick your attribute. Uh, Is is it it the endurance? (laughs) Is it, you know, it, it is kind of a, you know, we... We make the PlayStation or Xbox comparisons. He he's not just a cheat code. He's like a created player. Like it's I'm going to put myself in the game, and I'm all you know. We've all done this. I'm, I'm going to be 92s across the board, and I'm going to be 98. Other than maybe strength, he might be that guy. He closes quicker than I've ever seen uh, for for a, a player playing their first FBS game, and I've been covering. FBS football longer than my hairline would like to admit. Uh, it, it, go back to the interception on that wheel route. No one sees him coming. He just closes. His reach is kind of a you know it's kind of an NBA power forward sort of thing where it's like you're six one, but why do you play about six eight? Um, you, you combine those two things with obviously incredible vision and instincts. They told us the ball skills were something out of this world. And right away, everybody saw that on both sides, because what you have, and ultimately is going to be the philosophy of, of this program under Deion Sanders is I'm going to win every one-on-one battle. And I dare you to find someone better that can, can ISO my players and win that one-on-one battle because I think about half the catches were that way with Hunter too. I mean, they're going to figure stuff out. The, the element of surprise is going to go away for the buffs, but I'm not sure if the element of speed does. And I think number 12 has a lot to do with that. And I'll be very curious how people scheme him on both sides of the ball, because he, he is something else that, that was above and beyond what even the, uh, game film told us what it's going to be like. 
we've had some uh, pretty special post-game moments uh, at NDSU over the years, whether it be you know after a, a national championship game or after the the win at Iowa in, in 2016. Just what the press conference was like, the locker room, the the coaches running out of the box upstairs, that you know calling the plays, like those kind of things. Take us into what the scene was like after the game there for Colorado. I know Coach Prime was at. Uh, at the podium saying, you believe us now, you believe us now, all that kind of stuff. The players are pretty hyped. What was that uh, atmosphere kind of like? It, it was kind of like a Muhammad Ali press conference. And I, as old as I am, I was too young for that. Um, but I imagine there were some folks in the crowd still who had been to both. Uh, it was cramped. It was kind of shocked and mostly... I think mostly cramped uh, of people just kind of leaning in to say, what is this going to be like? And how you, you, the funny thing for all the, you know, I, I guess somewhat deserved swagger. And I can't speak to coach prime's Dallas area history, but that one struck me as a little personal <laughs> and his response to things was a little personal without naming names. There's been a lot of speculation as to how many names of uh, or how many receipts and whose names are on the receipts that that Deion Sanders kept, I and I've seen some of those names too. But it, it just felt like it just kind of amped up the surrealness of everything too. But I, I also laughed at those who had never covered Coach Prime before, who were just kind of shocked to to see that I, I don't you know confidence. Uh, the the swag, the things that are him, and I I just kind of laughed at the time because I'm like, all right, buddy, you you do this, you get to swing the stick. This is what it's about. But remember, and I would only say this, both locally and nationally, the scribes are going to keep those receipts too. Mm-hmm. So if this is something special, great, you you get to call the tunes. You you get to to set the tempo, but you know there's still some games in September coming up that if you don't want to make friends here, that's fine. And and locally he hasn't, with the exception of those who have paid for coverage. Frankly, that's fine. You know it's a little bit like covering a Kardashian running your football team. Uh, it's not all going to be wine and roses. And if that's there for the TV show. So be it. But, you know, good for him. 1-0 is 1-0, and we'll eat some humble pie. You just got to be able to be good enough to keep dishing it out. Sean, I I think you illustrated it perfectly, and and I loved your column, too, where you you spoke about that Muhammad Ali vibe in the air in that postgame press conference, and you also kind of looked ahead, right? If you really want to nail this thing home in terms of belief, there's a big game coming up on Saturday in Boulder. It's Nebraska coming to town old rivalry reunited. Uh, How about the anticipation for that one now? Now that this Buffs team is going to be coming home, we saw what it was like at the spring game, mind you, in horrible weather and the turnout for that, which was remarkable. There's no doubt that this hire has ignited the community and the fan base. How about that for a second? They're going to be able to see Coach Prime's Colorado in action for the first time in Boulder with a lot of stakes around a matchup against a rival in Nebraska. I mean, God rest his soul, Pee Wee Herman could coach this game for the Buffs. 
and people would be into it because it's Nebraska week. Mm. It, it, that's the one thing you don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to jazz up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't need a showbiz hire. You don't need people to be jacked up to be into it. But I'll tell you what, for any criticisms I have of Coach Prime, and there won't, you know, that'll vary on the moment, the mood. He's a smart guy. And I'll give you a couple of examples. One, the coordinators he's got running things. Look at those resumes. Many made those hires. It was like for all the rest of the oh, the, the air quote running off kids for the 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 you know all the sloganeering and all the hype. Those are two pretty good coordinators. One, I went, oh, this is someone who gets it, who takes this seriously with Sean Lewis and Charles Kelly. That's one for one. Two, I don't know if you guys saw the column I wrote last month um, coming out of Media Day. Um, one of the freshmen, I believe it was Omar, Mario Miller, said to me, I'd never met him. We were just talking about uh, him decommitting from Nebraska in anticipation this week. And he says, you know what, sir? Nice kid, says, sir. I didn't realize we weren't supposed to wear red around here anymore. Oh, so those old traditions. I think game one in the season, Prom wants to win them all and, and showing the people in Texas he was for real at this level. An opener was for him and for his son, for his family, and, and including Travis Hunter in there too. But I do think, to give him credit where it's due, I do think he knows for his fan base and his audience, not just nationally and internationally, the season is about the next two weeks, home to Nebraska, home to Colorado State, and that if you really want that capital to call the tunes, you win those two, and based on the way Colorado State looked in their opener, if you would win not just this upcoming week and win the third one and win it handily, I I know some. I have some acquaintances on the CSU coaching staff. I don't. I'm not going to steal you with any inside information on on what they're thinking right now. But I know this: if Coach Prime could put up 45 points on TCU, he'll put up 65 on Colorado State, and he'll laugh and he'll keep going. Um, then he's going to be able to really. If you thought, <laughs> if you thought Week One yeah. was slightly insufferable and smug in a reaction, and deserved for the upset boy i i can only imagine what the next two weeks would be like if he does take care of the business that i think he knows he needs to take care of and then you've got a three and O team now let's not get ahead of ourselves but if you got a three and O team going to oregon you've got a rank three and O team and away we go yep that's college game day too and all eyes are there and ug that's for sure that's gonna be crazy, and he hey he uh, he talks the talk, but he also walked the walk and he backed up that talk yeah. there against TCU. Yeah, so more credit walked, to him. You can do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got the walk down. Uh, he's got that. He got the talk ah. down too. Uh, he's got it all down. Uh, Dion knows what he's doing out there, and I think a lot of people came into it, myself included. We watched him at Jackson State, and I said that was great. It was a cute story. They, you know, they lost some celebration bowls though. They didn't even win all the time there. I don't know if it's going to translate at a Power Five, Colorado. I, I'm proven wrong, too. I'll eat some crow on it. Uh, it was an impressive showing there in uh, week number one. We'll see if they can keep it going here week two against Nebraska. Sean, appreciate the time. Thanks for coming on with us here once again. Uh, enjoy the ride as well down there because it's going to be a fun one for you. Yeah, I got my Dramamine bag. I'm holding on. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not. We knew it wouldn't be boring. Uh, it won't be. And if and the next benchmark, guys, is if they're 3-0, and 
hang on tight because we're going we're going into orbit. It's gonna get uh, it's gonna get loud. It's gonna get funky. So let's just hang in there. <laughs> Love it. There he is, Sean Appreciate Keeler, it, Sean Denver Post. Nice enough to stop by right. with us on the uh, Epic Companies Hotline.